This is a podcast about betting on sports, which is something you can do to try and make money. One important thing to know is that this podcast is not going to be the reason you get rich from sports betting. To repeat, we are not going to get you rich. Their sleazeballs abound all over the internet. We'll be happy to take your money to chase that lie. Here, at best, we might make you a little bit less awful of a better if you're lucky. Bet at your own risk. Don't bet more than you can afford to lose. And Godspeed. Welcome back. Jay and Silent Rob podcast coming at you pre-Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you were anxious about whether we were going to do an episode Thanksgiving week. Lucky you. We are. Here we are. Jay Swap, what, what's going on? Absolutely. Doing it for, for the fans, neglecting our family and friends to bring you this episode. So, um, you know, it's just what we do. It's what we, we do. We provide the content. And, um, you know, I think in the year 2020 content providers slash creators, we're, we're at the top of the list. So God's among men. Yeah. I think we'll get the vaccine first. So as, I have as heard that, of, I, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, know we just wanted to put something out, uh, for the week, uh, obviously Turkey day for a lot of Americans, uh, coincides with football. So we wanted to talk about those days or excuse me, those games on, on Thursday and then talk about Sunday's, uh, slate, uh, and also just about what we're thankful for. So, so it's just all coming off the dome right now. But Rob, what what are you thankful for? You know, you can mm. be you can be a troll, you can be serious, whatever you want to do with this. Uh, I'm thankful for. You know, I had a nice weekend last weekend. Uh, I'm gonna shout out to a listener. I'm thankful for my buddy At. Shout out At. We had a great time. We played some frisbee golf. Spent some time outside. We picked up some uh, some Caribbean food. It was just a really good, really good Saturday. And and I'm also gonna use this moment to to encourage AT to actually hike the AT, the Appalachian Trail, which he revealed to me uh, is a goal of his. So maybe we'll keep that as a little running theme um, theme of the show. AT hiking the AT. Uh, when that happens, we'll you know make a market for it. How long will he finish? How many pairs of shoes will he need? Etc. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see that. It'd be a hell of a docu-series, AT on the AT, mm-hmm. um, or AT phone home. There's just so many ways you can go with that. <clears throat> but I, I do like that. Um, yeah, I, I'm thankful for – also, thanks for bringing the question back to me, Rob. Um, I'm thankful for all of our listeners. Uh, I am thankful for, in a chaotic year, uh, relatively, our lives were pretty, pretty good uh, given – everything that's that's happened uh i am hashtag blessed um and yeah just uh have a roof over my head steady paycheck uh sick ass podcast uh just an annoying co-host that's, that's pretty much it that's all i gotta get rid of in in 2021 what else could you ask for wow <laughs> but yeah um thank you to everyone and you know we're, we're joking about betting on sports um our life is, is not too bad not too bad rob so Cheers to everyone. We're thankful and we're thankful f- that you're listening to, to us ramble uh, about these, these sports. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention before we get into th- uh, Thursday's action? Let's get into it, dude. Thanksgiving's about football. Let's talk about fucking football. Absolutely. And <clears throat> one of the best traditions in this country is the fact that the Detroit Lions host a 1230 game, Eastern Standard, every year. Does anyone know why? I don't know why. Um, but I love it. They're playing the Houston Texans in a pretty much a meaningless football game. Uh, Houston is a three-point favorite. Uh, totals at 51 and a half. Um, 
Detroit got shut out last week by the Panthers. Um, Houston is three and seven. I think the uh, Lions are four and six, maybe. These are two bad game, bad teams. Excuse me, playing uh, pretty much a meaningless game. So in terms of trying to put any money around this, um, I, I I don't know where to go with this. Uh, gun in my head, I would pick the Texans uh, just because the Lions look like they have quit on their coach. Uh, I will be watching. It will be meaningless. Um, but I, I do love Matt Stafford. Deshaun Watson is an absolute beast as well. But there's something about Frat Stafford that that just you know always gets me uh, glued to the TV when he's on there. Uh, thoughts, feelings, Stafford jokes there, Rob. Yeah. Does, does Matt still throw ball far? Uh, he does. He's dealing with a, a thumb injury right now. Um, but, but he's still doing decently. Not definitely has declined, but not, not a bad quarterback still on a, a average to above average quarterback. Just not a lot of talent slash coaching around him in beautiful Detroit. Um, cool. But yeah. But he yeah. still throws it far. Yes. Which is pretty much all that matters. Yes. Next, we have the Washington football team visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are a three-point favorite. Uh, total is 46. Cowboys last week came off a upset victory, seven-point underdogs, uh, traveled to uh, Minnesota and beat the Vikings. Vikings had won three straight, so it's not like they were a terrible team. Um, even though both these teams are three and seven, this isn't a meaningless game. Uh, very easily, the winner of this game will be leading the NFC East. Um, so this game actually has a lot going on behind it. Um, I like the Cowboys here. I think the Cowboys have turned a corner. Um, Washington just really isn't that good. I think Cowboys are great. Um, but the Cowboys last two performances, uh, played the Steelers tough uh, as 14 point underdogs nearly won that game. And then the Vikings, uh, showed a lot of heart, uh, coming back to win that one by three points. I believe this past Sunday. Uh, I have something you're going to enjoy, Rob. Uh, I am going to spend my Thanksgiving with my my parents watching this game, just just the three of us there, um, and I will be rooting for the Cowboys, and not, not because I have money on it directly, but because this is my survivor pick in my survivor contest. We have to pick a game on Thanksgiving. Uh, I kind of went over why I wouldn't touch the Lions Texans game in terms of their survivor. Um, but yeah, I will be watching this with family members who hate the Cowboys. Um, so this is going to be fun rooting for the Cowboys. I'm still in that survivor contest. There's 209 of us left for a $2.3 million prize. Um, so no way something bad happens with family members <laughs> involving this at all. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Thoughts, feelings. Um, go ahead, Rob. Yeah. Um, well, I guess my first question is, is there time to, to change this? Um, well, there's a couple of things. First of all, I'll probably just watch the first half. So, so we're going to have uh, dinner at four game's supposed to be at four 30. Okay. Uh, so I'll probably just watch the first half there. And then as soon as halftime comes jet back to Mikasa, um, <laughs> just so I don't, I don't get written out of any wills. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course I'm not going to tell them this. So I'm have to silently root for the Cowboys. It's going to be really, it's going to, it's going to go over beautifully it's gonna be really good uh anyways and the other option is the raven steelers game very well might get postponed to the weekend because the ravens are dealing with covid concerns we'll dive into that a little bit more when we talk about that game um but yes those are my two options here silently root for the cowboys in the first half or hope that there's a spread of covid with the ravens and the game gets pushed back to eight o'clock 
I'm more meant for your survivor contest. Are you allowed to change the Thanksgiving Day lock that you've already made, which is Cowboys oh, over Washington? Uh, okay. Well, no. Well, I have I have five selections possible. Um, mm-hmm. I've already used the Steelers before, so I can't use the Steelers. I see. They're the biggest favorites of, of the Thursday. But mm-hmm. if that Ravens-Steelers game gets postponed to the weekend, mm-hmm. it's an automatic loss for that contest. Ooh. So, so I have the Ravens and I could t- technically pick the Ravens if I want to, but because there's a non-zero chance of this game getting canceled, uh, I can't even entertain that game. I shouldn't yep. even say cancel, postpone. The game could be played even Friday, but the, the way the contest is written, um, it has to be played by the end of the day. So I can't even risk it. So now I'm, I'm down between the freaking Houston Texans, Detroit Lions, which is essentially just like a, a Mac bowl game. <laughs> Uh, or or the a game that at least has meaning with the the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys looking uh, like they are they are peaking. They are not a good team. They are not. But wash they are better than Washington. They're home. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no right answer here. There's just a, a less wrong answer, and that is my less wrong answer. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, there's 209 people left in this contest, $2.3 million prize. So right now I have an $11,000 expected value um, with this pick right now. Um, so, so yeah. I, wow. I'll, probably, I'll probably be able to, to remain silent during that game <laughs> for sure. I'm sure you'll be a gem of a fan. Yeah, yeah. Especially being around my mom who's going to try to talk sports. That doesn't trigger me or anything. So, <laughs> Anyways. Uh, final game supposedly for Thursday is, uh, the Ravens at the Steelers It's definitely the best matchup of the day and arguably the week. But like I said, this, because of COVID concerns may not get played right now. It's the spread is five points total at 45. It opened about two and a half, three points. It's been bet up because half because of the Ravens lackluster performance last couple of weeks, which has been very underwhelming the other half because of. COVID concerns, not exactly sure who is not going to be available for this game. Uh, unless any major people get taken uh, or, or ruled out of this game, I would like the Ravens here. Um, but I've also been high on the Ravens for a couple of months now, and they've underwhelmed. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, but the Steelers, Steelers and Ravens played, I want to say, three weeks ago, and the Ravens were favored by three points, and now they're five-point underdogs. So that's an eight-point swing. Like I said, uh, the home field advantage is pretty much zero this year. I mean, it's probably closer to one, maybe two. So you're saying like a six-point swing in three weeks. So you're definitely buying the Steelers at their highest point and, and the Ravens at least at a relatively lower point right now. Um, but, you know, you are trying to catch a falling knife here with the Ravens. So buyer beware. Gross. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts, feelings. Thanksgiving vibes, any games, anything you want to talk about? Yes, yes. I would like to maybe make my first call as Silent Rob on the pod. Uh, I'm taking the opposite of of Cowboys football team. I'm taking the football team. Cowboys uh, are going to fuck it up. Football team's going to win it. Jay's going to be upset they didn't take Silent Rob's advice. It's my pick of the week, dude. That's it. I have no skin in the game. I can only win here uh, by possibly being right. And if I'm wrong, everyone will forget it. And it's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> moving on. Monday Night Football. 
Monday Night Football, we have uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, right now, Seattle's a five-point favorite. I would expect this to get closer to a touchdown before Monday night kickoff. Obviously, we're taping this on Tuesday. A lot of lot of information to be to be uh, disclosed till then. But one thing we do know is the Eagles are are pretty much a dumpster fire. If I make it through this week or through Thanksgiving Day, I have to pick another one this weekend, um, and most likely I will be on Seattle. Um, even though they are not the biggest favorite of the week. Some of the teams that are have a bigger favorites, like the Rams and the Packers, I can't select because I've already used them. Um, but uh, most likely this will be my Sunday slash Monday pick uh, in my Survivor Contest. The Eagles are bad. Seahawks are, are a pretty good team. Their defense is, is not great. It's, it's below average, but it's not, it's not that terrible. And like we talk about all the time with football, uh, offense is way more important than defense. Uh, and you're getting the best quarterback in football. Uh, his name is Russell Wilson. Don't forget it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'd say here. I think anything under a touchdown uh, for the Seahawks is a good bet here. Um, yeah. Anything before we move to the Sunday night game, Rob? No, I hit it. Uh, Sunday night, Bears-Packers. Um, right now we're seeing the Packers somewhere around 7.5. Anywhere between 7.5 and, and 10. Um, some places you can't get down on this game. Uh, there's a couple injury question marks out there and COVID related concerns why you can't. Um, I'm most likely not going to bet this game, but I certainly wouldn't be laying seven and a half points with the Packers. Uh, their defense is horrid. Uh, the Bears are not a good team at all, but a division game, prime time. Uh, if I had to bet this, I would take the Bears anything over seven points. Um, total, especially at 45, which is a pretty low total. So that seven and a half is looms even larger because of the low total. Um, but yeah, I will be staying far, far away from this game. Uh, yeah. Any questions, concerns about that one, Rob? No, no, not on that one. I got a question about your possible, uh, survivor pick for Sunday though. Yeah, go ahead. Did you already use the dolphins? I have used the Dolphins. They played the Jets uh, like four or five weeks ago, and I used them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Dolphins, Dolphins, my squad, even though they fucking lost this past weekend. Um, I have a futures bet on the Dolphins, and and they, they dropped the – should have been a, a relative uh, – not an easy win, but like a 70 60, – 60% of the time they were supposed to win that game. But what can you do? Uh, another side question. The – Division bet for the Cowboys. Is that price similarly to preseason now because the NFC East is such a dumpster fire? Uh, preseason, still no. Okay, still under. All teams are plus money right now. Wow. T- so the Eagles are a slight favorite, which they shouldn't be. I, I would say the Cowboys should be the should be the team with the best odds, but they shouldn't be. Like if you gave me an a, a option to say – give me the field or the Cowboys, I would take the field. But mm-hmm. if I had to pick one team, I would pick the Cowboys. But right now the Eagles are priced at around plus 150 to somewhere to two to one, that range. The Eagles have a very tough schedule. Um, play the Seahawks this week. Uh, they play the Saints, I believe, next week. Uh, the Cardinals as well, or Packers next week, then the Saints and the Cardinals. The, the Eagles are not going to win this division. Uh, and I do have a bet on the Giants. So I get like um, – I get like five, or no, actually I get about 15 units if the Giants win. And the Cowboys win, I get, I don't get a huge 
amount of money, but I get a lot of my money back that I had invested when I, I pre-Dak Prescott injury, I, I put a bet in on them. So I feel good having the Cowboys and Giants. Um, the Washington football team has a tough schedule after this week. Um, so I'm not going to put any money into them. I don't think they're that good. Uh, but I like where I'm sitting having Cowboys Giants. I won't intervene till uh, we get more information and there's a little less uncertainty, uh, probably towards week 14, 15. But right now I like where I'm sitting with the the Giants and the Cowboys. Would you, all things equal, rather bet division odds in a dog shit division or a good, highly competitive division? Uh, I, I, I think that's just too much of a blanket statement. It's all contextual. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 as long as there's a division to be won, you know, there's meaning behind games. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I really don't have a good answer for you. I would just be, I would just kind of be picking something to appease to answer that question. Um, it's all contextual. One thing I have learned is, I, I was entrenched in positions way earlier in the year. And, and just because of the legalization of sports betting and the competition trying to offer better odds and newer things, there's way more in-season competition than I've ever seen before. Um, so with that one, a, a big note I have for next year is to not have so many preseason predictions just so I have more flexibility. Um, so that mm-hmm. that is something I, I've definitely taken note on where, um, you know, especially because football is so parity driven. Um, it has a salary cap, uh, the draft order because the rookies are so impactful. Um, the draft order being reverse standings, it's all driven towards parity. So mm-hmm. you pretty much have, um, 10 teams at the top that we know are going to be above average. Then we have about, uh, 10 teams in the bottom that are, uh, going to be most likely below average. And then we have about 10 to 12 teams in the middle that you could make a, case for being the worst team to very close to the best team in terms mm-hmm. of like their actual range of outcomes. Um, so to try to embrace that uncertainty, kind of using the first four or five weeks of the actual season and is almost like a preseason to, to update your rankings, given that there's so much turnover year over year mm-hmm. um, between free agency and drafting. So that is a major note I've made um, for, for next year. If, if that, I know that doesn't really answer your question, but, uh, it's all, it's all context. It's all context. Just like poker is all, you know, it, it's all based on the flop, you know, it's all based on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, I can't really answer that question without having kind of, a yeah, it's not really useful. It's not really a useful vector to be like, okay, I, I think this division is going to be trash this year. I want to go make some bets in it. That's not really right a useful right. angle necessarily. Yeah, and what's great is is you can bet so many different ways. So you can bet every team preseason, and, and I think this is preseason and maybe even some early in the season where you could say a team will finish fourth in the division or third in the division, second in the division. So it's like any strong feeling you have is actionable. Like mm-hmm. I would say five years ago, preseason used to be able to bet the future to win the division, and then they started allowing it up for like the first four weeks and then only a couple of years ago, they let you bet it pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. And now everywhere I look, they have it every week, which is great. Uh, it's more of a big picture thing. So a little less randomness, a little less, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit more science, a little more art than science, if you will, mm-hmm. um, which is more in my wheelhouse. So I, I enjoy. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you have a strong position anyway, uh, you, you can find an out for it, which is great. 
Yeah. It, al- it allows us to say too hard or pass on everything else. You know what I mean? So there's more options. Um, if there's a hundred more options, if we say pass to 99, but one of them helps us, that's, that's a benefit, right? So. Yeah. It means you can more creatively express your view. And it also means that um, you have to rely less on like a chain of events to express one, one specific view that you have. You don't have to, to uh, re- rely on four other things happening. You can bet much more directly. Yeah. Much more directly and much more independent related results. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, that, that's a very good point. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited about that. And you know, that was one of the reasons I did move home is I realized that, wow, this industry is in so much flux right now. Um, let me take a step back because I know five years from now, when we're looking at something that's completely different and that's definitely coming to fruition. So shout out to my former self. Um, and you know, and, and Rob didn't give me any advice or help during that process. So, so honor thyself, dude. <laughs> But yeah, um, I just want to talk about a couple other games. Uh, Chiefs at Buccaneers. Buccaneers, I've been talking about how they're frauds uh, all year. And then I stupidly bet kind of indirectly on them last night. Uh, The Rams took my money again. Don't let me bet against the Rams at all. I took the under on the Rams for 21 points last night. I think they had 27 points. These fucking Buccaneers team's a joke. Uh, I would definitely definitely like the Chiefs here. Uh, Anything pretty much under a touchdown, I like the Chiefs. Uh, Buccaneers are, are, are frauds. Tom Brady can't throw the ball deep. It's just too much, too much uh, sizzle with this team. Not enough stake, if you will. So I feel about Tesla. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I guess the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl then. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the only games I wanted to talk about. Uh, I just wanted to get that product out there. As always, um, please reach out to us if you have any questions, want me to talk about any other games or insight. Um, but yeah, anything COVID, Thanksgiving, football-related, Rob, you want to pass along to our listeners? I don't. I don't. I think we've done a great job wrapping it up. Um, I think the pod will continue to get more interesting as the season goes on, approach the playoffs, futures bets, Super Bowl, all that fun shit. And then maybe... What do you think? I feel like you've been talking about this a little bit. Did you tweet about college basketball maybe and like your view on, on the future yeah, for this yeah. year? So we've had conversations about this. Um, I'm, I am not preparing for college uh, basketball this year for, for a variety of reasons. One being COVID-19 uh, where I don't think that we're going to get anything resembling a normal season. And I might be working remotely somewhere. Hmm. Um and I, I would rather be spending that time outdoors uh, than than watching college basketball. I would love to be pleasantly surprised. Would love love that. But uh, connecting dots here. I mean, there's just cancelizations left and right. Um, seeing how college football, an outdoor sport with 80 plus athletes, uh, was was semi surviving um, during September, October, November. Um, I just find it difficult with a, a sport with 12 to 15 athletes indoors during um flu season how that's gonna really be able to make it um especially with all the pressure for universities and the fact that these kids don't get paid blah 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 um yeah i i expect this season to be cut short relatively soon i hope i'm wrong um but i also more so hope that everyone stays as safe as possible and 
and wise decisions are made. But money is is at um, you know money will be lost for that decision. So I I am cautiously optimistic about that. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting point. The only counter I have is the NBA is the only thing that worked this year, from what I can tell. But they had the luxury of not having this, uh, not having kids go to classes or like stay on university campuses, which are obviously hotbeds right now. So the the comparison is not really apt. Yeah, they were also in a bubble. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like everyone in college has to you know live on their campus or whatever and college can't do that. There's, there's way too many teams and it doesn't work. Yeah. And, and the NBA, you know, spent a large, I want to say, um, nine or somewhere eight to nine figures on the bubble as well. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, the NBA will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, but yeah, for college basketball purposes, it's just the juice is not worth the squeeze. The, the schedule is already only 15 games, which is about half um and just with everything going on fantasy football uh, which has been very good to me this year is just it does take up a lot of my time on my team and the fact that um i very well possibly might be working somewhere else for at least five to six weeks um of the next year it's just so it's, it's kind of an easy pass for me this year if that makes sense word but uh but yeah i think that's about it and uh, we hope everyone has an, a fantastic thanksgiving Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, Rob, do your little stupid sign off. Peace.